what happened over this four hours of television. I'm looking back at my notes and some of this stuff, like it seems like it was three weeks ago that this stuff happened. I'm petering out. <laughs> this is... This show has beat me down. Our enthusiasm is waning a little bit. These just also aren't uh, well, as good. My enthusiasm for the show isn't waning. Like, I feel like I'm actually really enjoying Paradise. Because mm-hmm. this time last year, I was like, good God. <laughs> like, just get it over with. And I'm enjoying the show, but we, um, fun fact, we listen to all our podcasts ourselves because we're here to learn, we're here to grow. Mm -hmm. And we're total narcissists. (laughs) And I like to hear the sound of my own voice. I fall asleep to it at night. Yeah, it's true. It's the only thing that puts me to sleep, my (laughs) own voice. I feel like the podcast is a little unfocused in the Paradise episodes. Yes, it is. Simply because so much happens. So much happens. So, folks, we're going to try to tighten it up. I'm going to try to keep it tight, tight, tight. Tight, 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 yeah. (laughs) Streamline it. Short and sweet. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's. So we're going to leave out some plot points. If we leave out your favorite plot point, we apologize. Yeah. Um, though I do have in my notes going against our goal that we our podcast really should just be a transcription of this show like some of the quotes yeah. and dialogues are so you good. just can't like there's nothing i can say that's going to be funnier than jordan exactly right or or that's going to like articulate this conversation between tia and chris in any way that's more I'm ridiculous sorry, chris Yes, oh, the, goose. the Goose. Yes, I'm sorry. You may know him oh, as the Goose. I, yeah, Even uh, Harrison is calling him the Goose now. <laughs> That's uh, uh, this is much more successful than Costanza's attempt like to is like he, name himself. Is Harrison calling him the Goose or just Goose? Ooh, we'd have to go back to the tapes. I thought he called him Chris the Goose, or maybe uh, Chris Goose. Uh, surely it's the right. Uh, I Ro- mean, it would have to Robin? be. You need the de- right. Robin, get on it. Get to the tapes. Don't mind, uh, you need the definite article. It's just more formal to Chris. be the goose. But I feel like if I say the goose, I want to know his last name, like Chris the Goose Thompson. Right, right. Yeah, no, you need to shove that in the middle. Yeah, Chris the Goose. That just sounds silly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Tia is talking to the goose. Speaking of the goose, yeah. Um, so Tia just basically kind of like calls him on his shit, uh, says that the night before, um, he was saying that he wouldn't take a date card with someone else. Uh, he was basically like, I'm all in with you. And then an hour later, he's not all in. He's making out with Crystal. He's, uh, saying that he's never kissed a blonde before, which also like, I guess you haven't kissed that many people. (laughs) I've Good kissed point. blonde, brunette. I've ever kissed a redhead. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think. Hmm. It's on my list. Yeah, it's on my too late. List. Unless yeah, I die. Right. Yeah, right. Eventually, you're gonna kiss a silver-haired man when my hair turns. You're Eventually. waiting for that day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Baby. Yeah, that's ne- yeah, yeah, that's never happened. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, all right. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so the goose is getting uh, his fat chewed. and uh, <laughs> The goose is really getting roasted. Well, <laughs> what's good for the goose is good for the gander. The goose is really getting turned into pate. <laughs> <laughs> Tia comes in honking at the goose. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it if he... <laughs> just like turn everything into some sort of right. like goose. Like I feel like I would really enjoy that if when she came in to yell at him, if he was like, "Ah, quit honking!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shake my tail feathers uh, out of here. Um. So it's a really funny situation, but it's also like actually fairly disturbing because Chris is like straight up. Total classic trying to gaslight. Yeah, you. that I have the same thing in my like, notes. He is gaslighting. This is like her. if you have someone in your life who's like, "What is gaslighting?" This, this is yeah. what gaslighting is. Like exactly. I feel like this needs to be in like a like college, like a gender like studies first class. Year experience. Yeah, right, like, right. No, absolutely. That's the exact same thing I had in my notes because. So Tia confronts him about saying that he was going to fight for her and that he was only there for her and then kissing Crystal an hour later. And it, it it needs to be said, too, like, 
Tia isn't even that angry. I feel like she's just like this fucking asshole. Right. Like, yeah, like what's your deal? I don't care deal? about you. Yeah. I don't really give a shit, but listen, dude, yeah. you told me that you wouldn't take a date card. So I feel like, you know, it's not like she's, you know, super pissed right or like devastated hysterical coming at him and even so i mean go ahead well so chris tries a like he does every single gaslighting thing in like three minutes yeah that's the other reason so helpful because first he's like no what i said to you that was totally real the thing I said to you about wanting to be only yeah. here with you, even though I kissed someone else. And he's like, yeah, I meant that. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then he blames Tia for the situation because she was hanging out with Colton. Yeah. And so what other choice did Chris have but yeah. to go and he's make like, out with well, somebody else? Well, you were off talking to, to Colton for two hours. Right. And then, Dickhead. And then he denies basic facts because Tia's like, that's the fucking facts. And Chris says, there's no facts. He goes, what are you talking about? You're making no sense. <laughs> yeah, that too. You're just, right? you're, this is crazy yeah, talk, This is Tia. crazy talk. You're, make, you're, you're crazy. Yeah. Go lay down. Do you, are you on your period? Go lay down. Yeah. I mean, no, I feel it's... like he was like a half a step away from being like, is it that time of the month? Right, right. And then like, here's a fainting couch for you. Yeah, well, um... Yeah, so he blames Tia, and then, so Crystal walks up, and they're, like, literally sitting in a love triangle, which Crystal comments on. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, it's weird that talking about someone I like who likes someone else who likes someone else. And she's like, this is a literal triangle. And Tia says, I'm taking myself out of the triangle. <laughs> and then Chris says, uh, that's fine. I mean, I had already made that decision. So he's like, uh, I left the triangle like 10 minutes ago. Right. Well, he's like right before this conversation. Oh, my you know, God. No, terrible. He was like, that was like when Trump Ugh. disbanded that um, corporate like advisory board where everyone wanted to leave. And he's like, nope, I'm disbanding it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not dissolving. You can't quit. Yeah. I fired you. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Uh, but yeah, it really was like a litany of gaslighting moves. <laughs> For the goose, or uh, just I blame uh, the goose you know. on Obama. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I blame Obama well. for the goose. <laughs> um, Mama, llama, Obama drama. <laughs> so, what I want to say about this is that I feel like some of these guys come into paradise and are like, "This is my chance to show who I really am." Right. And all of them, at least this season, Chris, Jordan, I feel like they did like. I was liking Chris two mm-hmm. episodes ago, yep. and then it's like one glorious moment, and then it fades away, and their true selves <laughs> yep. come through again. Yeah, well, and especially you're right because like both of them, Jordan and Chris, were kind of on like a redemption tour, mm-hmm. you know, like trying to turn public opinion, and they were doing it for a while. And then now they're just yeah, terrible. now it's over. Yeah, and it looks like our poor friend Leo might be headed down the same path. I believe so. Yeah, and Leo didn't need a redemption tour. No, like, I feel like he left everybody the show loved on top Leo. And yeah, now, including us. Yikes. Yikes. I mean, I was okay okay with him oh please he was almost on your list uh you're not just putting anybody on your list gaslighter (laughs) that's uh there's no facts leo wasn't on my list i thought you said he was he looks too much like you oh snap (laughs) right so and you don't need that because you've already got me yeah 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 why go out for steak when you've got hot dogs at home (laughs) (laughs) right am i right (laughs) Um, anyway, Chris and Crystal end up together because Tia's like, peace out, guys. Yeah. And Crystal is so excited because she felt a special spark with Chris, and now he's totally available. And then it ends in disaster because she, I guess she thinks that, like, they're going to go hang out now that Chris is free. And instead he's like, I need tequila. (laughs) And just storms off. And then Crystal yeah. is sobbing at the pool. Yeah, so uh, Chris really blew it with two different women in about four minutes, the span of four minutes. I think minutes. he blew it with Crystal. I mean... Well, yeah, but I mean... Well, yeah. He, yeah. I mean, I get what he, you're he, he messed up yes. with two women in the span of, like, four minutes. Shocker. The goose ain't good with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tia still wants to date Colton. We get a little more Colton drama. So yeah. now that Tia is done with Chris, um, 
we've got to mention this Jordan-Tia exchange because Jordan asks Tia, are you and Colton on the same page? And Tia says, I think we're on the same page 90% of the time. And then cut to... Tia's talking head where she becomes the arrested development narrator where she's like I don't think Colton and I have ever been on the same page. She's like we're never on the same page. (laughs) It was such a great edit. It was exactly Mm. like what would have happened in arrested development. We are 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, think right. that number means what you think it means to you. Well I mean just pick a lane. We're never on the same page. <laughs> um, then Jordan uh, I have in my notes kind of turns into Garrett because he says it's time for someone to be a man it's time for someone to be a woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah another one of those Jordan monologues that uh, uh, I'm so fond of and also hate. Yeah. Yeah basically. Yeah, Jordan has his uh, downward spiral. We'll get there. Um, Jacqueline arrives. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, I believe it's pronounced en français. That's how Benoit says it. Ooh, oui, oui, Benoit. Oui, oui, baby. Uh, yeah, Jacqueline's here. She's still smart. She's still not as pretty as I think she should be. Elaborate. I think I agree, but I want to make sure I I feel like she is a bit of a Van Gogh. Is that, or Matisse. What, like if you get up close? The Matisse, Monet, I'm just going to keep saying. Sure. Who are the impressionists? Monet, Mayonnaise, (laughs) Cezanne. Good, yeah, all of these. Was it Matisse, Matisse, the impressionist? Yeah, yeah. Was he? Mm -hmm. Close enough. Robin? (laughs) (laughs) Google this for us. Anyway, I feel like she looks really pretty from a little bit farther away with her like big, curly, dark Mm -hmm. brown hair and like her. She looks like a Disney princess. Yeah. Snow White. Like Merida or or something. Yeah. Not Merida. Well, like that curly hair. Yeah. I feel like she she would do a good Belle. Like she's scholarly. She's smart. She reads. She's got like red lips. Yeah. But then you get close and I feel like there's something wonky. <laughs> something just a little off. It's just what I'm saying. Okay, I mean, I yeah. thought that way in RE season two where like I can remember looking at her profile early days and being like, oh, this girl's really pretty. And then I don't know what it is. What's hmm. going on with oh, your just, foot? It's itchy. Just, yeah. just touching it a whole yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And the listeners at home are in on the fun now. Well, how's the rash on yeah, your neck? It's terrible. Let me see. <laughs> Just awful. Oh, God. Ugh, yeah. Uh, Again, more fun for everyone at home. Yeah. Boy. Anyway, Jacqueline's here. And as you know, I don't say that to be mean because I enjoy Jacqueline. I mm-hmm. actually really, I mean, this is skipping ahead, but I very much was in favor of a Jacqueline-Kinney pairing. Yeah. I feel like it brought out Kinney's erudite side. Yes, it did. No, we'll get to one of my favorite moments of the season They're Where they're both quoting Poe. Yes, that's the one. And then talking about how they're quoting Poe. Nevermore. Well, that was the best. I mean, I guess we'll just get to the moment right now when he's like, we just talked about Poe on Bachelor in Paradise. And I was like, yes, you did, Kinney. Yes, you did. Raising the show standards. Sophistication. There's no reason why this has to be all uh, lowbrow. Yeah. Yeah, I would like it if it was just like an hour of like Kenny's book chat. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny discusses the classics. Kicking it with Kenny. Kenny's classics, <laughs> yeah. but all K. Like K- Kenny, but classics would Kenny's also be classics, spelled with yes. a K. Yeah. yeah. He can invite Lee on the show. I want to talk about Faulkner. <laughs> you can talk about To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the controversial go set a watchman. Boo Radley was right to be vilified. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Okay, so back to where we were, which is Jacqueline still arriving. I liked um, BB made a really good point, which I hadn't this thought about. Bibiana. Bibiana. Yeah. She does not go by. She goes by BB. BB? BB. They call her Bibby. Bibby. Okay, there we go. You're. Bibi. Bibi, yeah. Bibi, whatever. <laughs> Never a Bibi. day in her life. Yeah, it's like Jen Aniston over there. Um, she talks about. <laughs> I believe that some people call her Jen Aniston. I just not. Don't know the that people you... who barely know her or her body oh, oh, of work. Barely? Barely oh. know of her or her body <laughs> so of work. You know her, but just barely? Barely. We, you know, we run <laughs> summer together God. in the Hamptons. Okay. Um, she, so, anyways, where we were going was. Uh, Bibby talking about new girls arriving. They don't smell like paradise yet. Paradise yeah. is stinky and sweaty. I like the idea that paradise just like wears you down. Yeah. You, 
Which is, I mean, I get that it clearly it is a hot place. All the guys are just like sweaty, s- nasty. Yeah. But I feel like you can still take a shower. Like what? Right. I mean, what in the world? I guess yeah. just you drinking all the time. I you mean, get I get down. it. I get Those it. spending time on those day beds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Jacqueline has a date card when she comes in. She says that she feels a gravitational pull <laughs> towards Colton. Must be those magnetic shoes that he wears. <laughs> That he uses to hang upside down. (laughs) His anti-gravity boots. um, So Tia and Colton are having a conversation because she says that she is overwhelmed. Um, And Colton seems really sympathetic, but then as soon as Jacqueline comes up, he's like, see ya. (laughs) Um, But then, so Jacqueline and Colton are talking Tia to someone else. Uh, uh, out of that scenario um, says that she wishes that she could grab Colton's face and say, choose me. So pick me. Choose me. Love me. And then Jacqueline asks Colton out on the date and he turns her down. He makes an actual non-fuckboy decision and turns her down. Colton is not a fuckboy. First of all, Chris is a fuckboy. Yeah. Well, uh, Chris stole the title. The goose is the fuckboy. Oh, the goose is goosing. A goose is gonna goose. (laughs) Well, it looked like Colton was gonna go one way early on, and now he seems like he's making more responsible choices, which is weird because, as far as I can tell, this whole show from start to this point has happened over the course of, like, four days. Yeah. And I feel like this amazing... when I first got to Paradise, I just wasn't ready. Three days ago. Well, that comes up um, when, I mean, this is skipping ahead, but when Raven comes and is talking to Tia about their relationship, because... Tia references like when we first got here, and it's like that was two that yeah was two days ago. that was yesterday. Well, and Tia like does she really want somebody who like I got to go over in the corner and think for twelve hours about whether <laughs> I want to be with you or not? I'm Team Colton. Hashtag Team okay. Colton. Okay. I I feel don't like that really care for either. Of them. I mean, well, first of all, I don't I'm, either. I'm Team John and Jubilee. I'm Team Joe. Well, mm. of course you're Team right. John. Nah. A, a nerd, but with abs. Jubilee. Thanks for the massage, girl. <laughs> what a nice surprise. Here's my dad jokes. Oh god. Um. Oh gosh. Um. Okay. So, Jacqueline gets turned down by Colton, moving right along. Jacqueline asks Kenny out, and he says yes. I liked it that Kenny was sitting by, I believe, Annalise when Jacqueline comes up to sit down, and she's like, can I sit next to you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you want to make a Kenny sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) And I do. Uh... Yes, I do want, want that as well. So, Jacqueline and Kenny go out on a date. Um, Jacqueline speaks in Slovakian. She does. A Schweikelstein. Schmier de Vorgen. She compliments Kenny because he's a man who's not afraid to wear pink. Yeah. Yeah. And shoehorns apropos and he's of like, nothing. This is salmon. <laughs> <laughs> to be exact. Uh, uh, apropos of nothing, mentions that her birthday is coming up. Well, it's her birthday the, tomorrow. I, uh, she says my birthday is on Tuesday. Well, when she gets dumped, it's her birthday. It's her birthday. So they might have gone out on like a Sunday. Okay. It wasn't it just, apropos of nothing. It seemed like she was just dropping it in. Like it wasn't... All right, uh, Cheryl Crow. What? <laughs> what? Why am I Cheryl Crow? Because that's in the song. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> What that um, he says his name is Billy. Oh, that all I want to do song. Yeah. Fun fact for the listener: one of my very least oh, favorite God. songs in the world. All I want to do is have some yes. fun. Yes. All right. Which do you hate more? All I want to do is have. Why do you hate fun songs? What What do you hate more? All I want to do is have some fun, or Cheeseburger in Paradise. All I want to do is have some. fun. Oh my God. Yeah. You hate that song more than cheese- more than Cheeseburger in and Paradise. Y'all, I'm I here think. to tell you, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan despises Cheeseburger in Paradise. You know, I actually I'm realizing now that I think about it, I do hate the Cheryl Crow song more. 
Why? It's just, it's annoying. Um, that song was a poem. What, you like beforehand? Yeah, like she opted the rights for it. Or she, I, yeah, yes. I'm that not, was a poem? Yes. Hmm. I'm gonna have, to, I'm... I'm ninety percent sure. <laughs> carry the carry by the, who by Mary Oliver. Carry the podcast. Who wrote it? Carry it, and I'll okay. do some googling Dylan because Thomas. Robin never shows up for work. I know, right? Robin is slacking off. Okay, so Jacqueline and ooh, so here's a moment I loved. Jacqueline mentions that she likes the opera. Okay, it didn't take that much work. Okay, and um, well, now I'm in this the oh, middle okay. of this thing. Go ahead. Kenny says, I really hope you're one of those people who, with the little gold binoculars. And then he says, pretentious. Yeah, I know. I like that. It was great. It was ribboner. Yeah. Okay, what's the this? <laughs> what's the situation um, on this song? It was not song? by Mary Oliver, but it was by Wynn Cooper, who, by the way, is a uh, well-known good poet. Okay. And I mean, what do you want me to say? It was a, nothing. I don't. I don't need a defense of the song. Right. Win Cooper was raised in Michigan and later attended University of Utah and Holland's College. Um, his poems have appeared in Poetry, Agni, Crazy Horse, Plowshares. Uh, his works are included in twenty-five anthologies of contemporary poetry. One of his poems, "Fun," was used for the lyrics of Sheryl Crow's song "All I Want to Do." Yeah. You know what? Now I love the song. Listen to this. You've convinced me. Crow's producer, Bill Buttrell, discovered Cooper's poetry book, The Country of Here Below, in Cliff's Books, a Pasadena, California used bookstore. Buttrell adapted fun. (laughs) And this is what I meant when I said we should streamline the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just reading Wikipedia entries. About poets. Okay. Listen, okay. He adapted fun into the lyrics for her song when Crow couldn't come up with usable lyrics, earning Cooper considerable royalties and helping to publicize his book, originally published in a run of only 500 copies in 1987. That's pretty fucking cool. That is nice. I did not. I'm glad that it benefits this man. I don't yeah. want to listen to it, but I'm glad to hear Why do you not like it? I find Brief, it. I mean, briefly. Sure. Because you've I've, talked enough. I find it annoying. Um, I don't believe that the poem, whatever its strengths are, translated well into a song. That You just sound like a fool. Well, I usually do. It begs the question about when no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> sound like a fool to you in uh, your in Anyway, your apropos of nothing. Yes. Okay, so here, where were we? Okay, uh, so Kenny, Kenny being awesome. Kenny, about... Ribbon, Jacqueline. Um, they make out to fireworks. Yes. Boom, date is done. Kenny's carrying Jacqueline on his back on the way home, only to be intercepted by Annalise. Annalise has a palate cleanser mm-hmm. set up for Kenny. It's clever. A lot of chocolate puns. Yes, a lot of chocolate so puns. So she says she's got some sorbet, it looks like, but it has chocolate. And she says, let me get some chocolate for you. And Kenny says, let me get some chocolate for you, girl. <laughs> Kenny. They make, and then in my notes, I just have yeah, they make out. They make out. And then, is this the one where Kenny takes his shirt off? When he's like, I just need to take my shirt off. It's too hot. It's a pretty good move, uh, Kenny. That, I do think that was in the yeah. palate cleanser. Yeah. First of all, he it might, probably is extremely hot. Did he do that hot. in the palate cleanser or was that with Bibiana? Maybe no, it was or with, with Annalise. Jacqueline. I get right. confused. All these, I get confused. Yeah, yeah, all these. Well, he's got a, a love square going on here, Kenny. Um, the women are clamoring for Kenny. So, meanwhile, can we move on from that? Yes. All right. So, and can we just say too, like Annalise is fucking thirsty. Oh yeah, you mentioned that the other night. Yeah. Um, In the words of Catherine Calhoun Dennis, she's not just thirsty; she's dehydrated. <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. You gotta love Catherine. Yeah. Catherine can throw some shade. <laughs> um, Annalise is basically freaking out. I think because she hasn't found someone. Right. Yeah. And I, she... I don't believe that she actually likes Kenny. No, no, me neither. I think Kenny made a poor choice in choosing her. That would been have been the third person that I. I agree. I would have gone Jacqueline Bibiana, who later makes a play for him, and then Annalise. Yeah, it's uh, pronounced BB. BB. Yeah. All right. Okay. Where are we? And Crystal are still hanging out. He says that he has a relaxation surprise (laughs) for her. Uh, he has that relaxing surprise. It is laying on a daybed. 
That's all it is. You know, a lot of people put in a ton of effort this episode. I mean, David procures an enormous dog somehow. Annalise got those oh, palate God. cleansers. We to get to the dog. I know, Jesus. Boy. We're 25 minutes in already. All right. Well, well let's. Um, we also have to get in a couple more poetry biographies. Can you give us another one or two of those? If you weren't taking a shit all over Cheryl Crow's work, then I wouldn't have to prove to you how wrong you are. I, uh, I'm still not going to defend the song. I do think I do like that story. Um, Chris talks to Crystal about how uh, I thought you were completely different on the show when she was on Ari's season that he thought she was crazy. And Crystal says... She likes food and cooking and experimenting and investing in her IRA Roth. Same, girl. <laughs> Those are my hobbies, too. Yeah. What do you know? I mean, whatever. Yeah, what a coincidence. <laughs> um, Bibiana takes it upon herself to basically, like, talk to Colton about Tia, give him the hard sell. And she's kind of like, look, dude, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Like, you're here. Um, it's bullshit because she says nobody, nobody else has the story that you and Tia have. What, like hanging out for a weekend? Right, six yeah. Months ago? We went on a date and then she really fucked up my chance on The Bachelorette and now we're both here together. Yeah, that. well, I guess nobody else does have that story. That is true. Um, she, I mean, I agree with her because she's like, you're, she tells him that he's making it unnecessarily complicated. And I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Unnecessarily complicated. Um,. Chris also is feeling the feeling the Tia Colton tension. He implores, "Let us live." <laughs> <laughs> Why won't they let me live? Yeah. Um, finally, Colton and Tia get together. Oh man! And he's like, "Let's do this." And Colton says that being with Tia is effortless. What? Yeah. <laughs> the, I have seen nothing you effortless about this that situation. Word. Yeah. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> And Tia's yeah. like, thank the Lord. Oh, oh y'all. Happy day. Well, I'm his girlfriend now. Uh, no. Uh-uh. You're no? No. What? I'm not allowed to do it? Nope. Okay. Because you're not... Su- it's like when your mom tries to do a southern yeah, accent. Yeah, no, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then that's like you're from Russia, so that's yeah. why you do I those have Russian, Russian accents. In Russia, accent chooses you. <laughs> I'm You're gonna do a great Zoya for Zoya the yeah, Destroyer. That's gonna be a great. I costume. ordered my leotard. Are you gonna do the mohawk or like whatever the hairstyle is? I'm gonna have, have to figure to. it out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to gonna figure have it out. To. I think you should go as Leo. Yeah, you could. I could wear uh, whatever that shirt is that Leo's wearing. I think you should work out a whole lot and go for Halloween as uh, Cal Drogo. I would have to work out a whole lot. I know. Yeah, a whole lot. Yeah. I think maybe you should just see if Leo can come down here and go as Cal <laughs> Go as Cal Drogo. I can wear that fake muscles chest that I got for, uh, for to be King, King Triton. Yeah. yeah. All right, right, moving right along. Moving right along. This is, we're really trimming the fat out of this bad boy. streamlined. I'll make a, a quick global comment mm-hmm. about these two episodes. Yeah. So they frequently had someone narrate to us what mm-hmm. had just happened. So, like, Wells gives us a huge recap. Uh, Bibby gives us a recap at one point. And then they complement that with flashbacks yeah. to, like, last week's episode. Yeah, I mean, the truth is, I feel like we complain about how much material there is to cover. But this easily could just be a once-a-night show. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're milking this for all that it's worth. Harrison's not going to swim in that uh, pool full of money if this is only a one once-a-week episode. All right, it's a new day. Chris is tying on his headband. That's I how like, you know shit I like is getting that. serious. I, want, yeah. I feel like I need to start. I need I mean, a morning I, ritual like that. I know. Do a little Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a rose ceremony day, correct? Yeah. Jordan yep. is wearing that floral. A male romper. No, it's a floral. It's pants and a vest because he's like, this oh, is actually right. a five-piece suit. It's part of a suit. suit. It can, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. not a romp. It's not a yeah. romper. Chelsea describes him as looking like the monkey from Aladdin. Hmm. I a didn't boo. quite buy it. A boo doesn't wear pants for one, does he? Yeah, I thought he looked more like a um, like a monkey. Like, uh, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Looked not, a little, uh, yeah, yeah, not a boo the monkey. Yeah, people gotcha. say we monkey around. We're too busy singing though <laughs> to put anybody down. Hey, 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 the monkey. 
Fun fact, Ryan went to prom with a granddaughter of one of the monkeys who was also his cousin. Not also my cousin. Mm. Just she, her cousin was Michael Nesmith of monkeys fame. I think she you got this. She was the cousin of the monkey? Yeah. How old was she? My age. 60? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a kind of a cougar situation. It's like when yeah. Dwight shows up at that dinner party. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got her from the old folks' home, but that was it was a great place to get a date. You know, she really wanted to get out. She was a cousin of Michael Ness. Yeah, that was worth it all there for the bragging rights. How uh, lame do you have to be in high school if everybody knows that you're the cousin of a monkey? What? what, uh, Wouldn't you talk about that all the time? All the time. Also, she wasn't bringing it up a lot. It was just Uh, well, you're still bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. I don't think she brings it up. Did y'all even go to prom? We did. And then you just weren't allowed to talk about it? I just, yeah, so my grandma wouldn't find out. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing is forbidden. (laughs) Dancing is the devil's movement, Ryan. It leads to horizontal dancing. All right. Jordan tells Jenna, you are the most stacked girl in paradise. (laughs) What a honey dripper. It's a big claim. Yeah. That honey is, dripper. Uh, that means they're giving a lot of compliments. Okay. Honey dripper. No, yeah. I feel like you and John are real. Y'all are cut from the same cloth. Oh well, uh, he's cut from a much more cut cloth. What a honey than dripper! <laughs> um, he says that it's possible that he could fall in love with Jenna. Mm-hmm. John, John, speaking of, is hanging out with Caroline. Um. Jubilee. So tell me I'm wrong. Jubilee has done this massage gimmick before. I believe so. I know she has because I don't. You know when I think she did it? I think she did it on The Bachelor and she gave Ben Higgins a massage. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that might be. Again, we need to go back to the Because that was like one of the things that happened where all the girls were like, fuck Jubilee. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. They're like, who is this bitch that's giving a massage? Giving people That's out of bounds. Yeah. yeah that's, that's totally out of line. Rules. That's just yeah. out of line. It's right. Just that's in not por- classy. It's just in poor taste. Yeah. So, yeah, jo- uh, Caroline and Jubilee are kind of uh, fighting over John, mm-hmm. basically. Who'd have thought that that would be the case? Right, yeah. <laughs> that women would be tearing John apart piece by piece. Um, yeah, John makes the wise choice. We'll get there. David gives Jenna a stuffed dog. <laughs> and I Is like this it. when this happens? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, yep, basically, I've got we're it. building up to yeah, the yeah. rose ceremony. Uh-huh. Um,. I like it that she says that, quote, one of her love languages is gifts. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Is it? I, sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. We Didn't we listen to like five minutes of that of love gifts. languages book? And then we were like, no, this really We isn't. is a stretch. I feel like you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we listened to some of it on a road trip and gave up uh, on it. Oh, we might have. Is that one that's like sneaky Christian? I think so. I think that was our issue. They were they were smuggling it in. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so she said, uh, yeah, get, getting gifts is one of her love languages. I see you, David, she says. And uh, Jordan comes in and says nothing. He comes in like the fucking Terminator just walks in, grabs the dog, walks out, and throws it I out to sea. I don't think the Terminator ever wore a floral vest <laughs> and matching pants. I would like it if he did. Um, yep, he throws the dog into the ocean. Yeah. Luckily, Annalise rescues it, although she is sure to comment about how heavy it is. Because well, it's I, totally waterlogged. Yeah, it's totally waterlogged. It's enormous, and it's waterlogged. So, yeah, I'm surprised she was able to get it out of there. Um, it actually, it swept her out to sea. She grabbed the dog and both were pulled to sea and never heard from again. Despite that drama going into the rose ceremony, Jordan says, I'm confident. I'm fucking floral. <laughs> Crystal, a lot of people have commentary on this dog incident. Joe says he's starting to like Jordan more and more. Crystal says he appreciates passion and a man being a man. Is that what a man does? Takes a giant stuffed dog and throws it out to sea. I mean, but then she's like, well, because then he's like, fuck you. Uh, Right. Who does he say? Jubilee and and Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then Crystal's like, I guess that was crossing a line. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. He gets super mad and just like, it was close to 
when um, Chad just got real mad at everybody. I guess. I mean, I kind of felt like it was a little bit exaggerated because everyone in Paradise, in Paradise is like, you've crossed a line. Like, Eric is like, you need to go back there and apologize, which I like. I mean, I'm glad that they're so big on, like, everyone treating everyone with respect. But... I don't know. In the heat of the moment and when everyone has been drinking, is it really that big of an issue for Jordan to be like, shut the fuck up, Jubilee? Yes, I do, because what is he mad about? Like, I don't understand. I don't I think see he his thought point that they were, like, laughing at him. Well, he was a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, I no, mean... No, I agree with that. Yeah. I, no, I agree. Like, I don't think that Jordan comes off well. Uh, I don't know. Well, and you don't need to, I mean... You don't need to fly off the handle and be just rude. Like, he's like, Chelsea, you stink. David, you're sitting there in a day bed with a woman who's going home tonight. Yeah, I mean, no, it I is. I know. All right, all yeah. right. I, ta- I take it back. I yeah. retract my comment. I have to say, though, Jubilee handles it beautifully. Yeah. Um, when she just says, like, if it's important, I'll come at you. If it's not, I don't I care. I don't care. Yeah. Well, and that's what... That should be the philosophy of every Bachelor right. and Bachelor contestant. It's just like, the, you don't matter. Like, yeah. this doesn't matter. I'm never um, going to see you again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to get caught up in this. All right. Um, I So I'm assuming we got a rose ceremony in there. Yeah, we did. I've yeah, got I some didn't, of the notes didn't, in here. Uh, didn't write any of that down. Yeah. Um, that's why I took seven pages of notes, oh which God. is way down because oh, I tried to pull it back and my computer died in the mm-hmm. last 30 minutes of last night's episode. Um, whatever, the usual people. So uh, Kenny gives his rose to Astrid, or I'm sorry, to Annalise. No. Yeah, that could Yeah, be Kenny right. gives to Annalise, <laughs> and we felt that that was a poor choice. Um, so Bibiana goes home. Bibiana goes home. Does Jacqueline go home? I yeah, Jacqueline goes home. Goes right home. It's yeah. her birthday. <laughs> right. Gonna go home on your birthday. And who else goes home? There had to have been a few more. Right, four women were supposed to go home. Oh, uh, Nisha. Nisha. Nisha goes home. Yeah, Caroline went home too. Yeah. Not surprisingly. Yeah, no, and John made the right choice going with Jubilee, so... Good lord, 37 minutes in, we've knocked out night one. Well, my night two notes are pretty slim. Yeah. Um, I can sum it up by saying Leo's here and he's putting his big kahunas on the table. Yeah, no, they basically flat out say that he's got big dick energy. Um, He comes in wearing a pineapple shirt. Um, Everyone describes him as confident, chiseled like a Greek god statue. Chelsea... Chelsea, like, can barely talk about him. (laughs) She she tries to talk about him, but every time she does, she just orgasms. (laughs) She's like, I have to go off camera. Just give me a minute, please. She says she's never had a reaction to a guy like this. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. She describes him uh, with some foreshadowing as the cover of every romance novel you've ever read, your mom has ever read. Yes, and so to kind of trim it down, Mm -hmm. Leo has a date card. Leo um, talks to Crystal a little bit, um, but ultimately asks Kendall out on the date. Mm Mm-hmm. Kendall agrees to go. And Joe, the grocer, seems pretty surprised and hurt. And Mm -hmm. I was a little surprised as well. Yeah. So one of the things that Ryan and I talked about, um, just as a global comment about this season, is there don't seem to be as many firm couples. Mm -hmm. Like, typically in previous seasons, if someone new has come down, they'd be like, Tell me who's off the table. Right, they'd respect those boundaries. Yeah. Here, Leo's nobody like, gives a fuck. Fuck the boundaries. Well, when you've got that kind of big dick energy coming down, you're not going to pay any attention to those boundaries. You, there's a difference between BDE and, I mean, we don't have to get never it. Gonna we're not going to get this get right. Yeah, yeah, you're never, never going to get it right. Yeah, that's because I don't really have it are. and I don't understand it. <laughs> um, all right, so he asked Kendall... Joe is basically like, yeah, you can go. I wouldn't have said no. yes to a date, but you, but have, I hope it's terrible. That's a pretty good Joe. I know. Pretty good Joe yeah. accent. Yeah. I was telling uh, our friend slash, eh, friend is a strong word, but our listener, Katie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who demands a shout out every week. There you go. Uh, I really do think that Joe is just Danny Castellano. Yeah. Because yeah. he's also like. 
quiet and Crystal accuses him at one point in this episode of being like too shut off from his feelings and he's like I mean I like you isn't that enough <laughs> when uh, Wells is like have you told Kendall how you feel he's like I said I like you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. can he dance like Danny Castellano I don't know though? I want to see him that dance that would uh, yeah you can dust it off and try again all right. Um, I do like that Joe says that he doesn't think that Ken, that Leo is Kendall's type. Oh, yeah, right. Who uh, who does not find Leo to be their type? Leo I mean, is my type, I, I think. No, see, I agree with that. I don't... As, as much as we joke about it, I can't imagine dating someone that looked like that. Re- interesting. I could see actually maybe like Crystal, yeah, like a fitness fanatic, um, or even Jenna maybe because she's so kind of like caricature esque mm-hmm. and ridiculous. Yeah, but I kind of agree with that. Like Kendall is super down to earth, and um, I don't know. I mean, I liked Leo up until this episode, and mm-hmm. I thought he was really down to earth too. And then he comes in, and I think is just going to make an ass of himself. Right. Yeah. Do you think maybe the bottom line is that Leo is a beautiful specimen and Kendall wants to taxidermy him? I feel like Leo is too good for this world. <laughs> He's too beautiful for this earth. He has an energy that's not of this world. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe that would be a large job. The dick alone. Yeah, would right. Take-, <laughs> take whatever material it is you use to taxidermy. Yeah. Um. All right. Leo and Kendall go out on a date, and we get a really interesting, like, sub-montage. Yes. I don't know. What do you call it? So, this? I don't even know what to term this. So, Jorge is back. Yeah. Jorge. Well, we have to All set right. this up. Yeah. Jorge has written a romance Jorge's novel. Jorge's just lucky that he's even allowed right. to still be associated, on Right, still associated, right? Now that Wells is here, yeah, Jorge is out. Um, he's written a romance novel, he claims... Um, and so he describes the plot of this you romance novel. You could get Katie novel. to check in on that. Katie. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. Read this novel for us. Tell if it's, if it's any good. <clears throat> um, so to act out the plot of this novel, they have flown down to paradise, Ari and Lauren. And, and big Ben Higgins, ben Higgins and, Amanda. and Amanda. Just to do this. Yeah. To like dress up. I and mean, I'm fine this. with yeah. it. Yeah, I thought they were gonna later like come on and hang out with people, Maybe they but I will. guess that would have been awkward. Yeah, I guess so. But but they like that kind of awkwardness. Yeah, I feel like they. To, it seems like a waste to fly Ari down and not have some conflict. <laughs> so Ari and Lauren and Ben and Amanda act out basically the plot of Jorge's romance novel, and then Kendall and Leo take. Uh, have a photography session yeah. to take the cover photo. Given how much of Kendall gets blurred, Jorge's going to have to be careful with these shots. So Kendall gets blurred in this scene, and then later when Colton and Tia go on a date in town and are playing musical chairs, Tia also gets blurred. Right. Are they just not wearing underwear? Well, and... um. Crystal gets blurred. I feel like every, everyone gets Crystal's blurred. Crystal's butt gets blurred. Yeah, it gets blurred. Yeah. Because multiple times in the episode, when she gets pulled to talk to a guy, she's like, I'm just going to make myself comfortable. Right, and then like shoves her ass up in <laughs> yeah, the air. Yeah, she does yeah. the exact same move. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The men aren't getting blurred. You know what? I'd like to see some equal opportunity around here. <laughs> Blur out Jordan's whole outfit. <laughs> Blur out David's face. All right, so it's obscene to me. Moving it forward, Joe and Joe is uh, talking back back at the Paradise Hotel about how much he likes Kendall. Mm-hmm. But as you said, you know he's he was like, I, I feel like I could have been falling in love with her. I mean, he doesn't really commit. Sure, but I mean, it's four days in. Like sure. I seem no, like yeah, they're exactly sure. where they need to yes. be for being four days in. Leo um, and Kendall are making out. All over the beach. All over the beach. Yeah, there's not an inch of that beach that's uh, suitable for anyone else to go to now. Kendall and Leo come home. And Kendall kind of gets shamed a little bit by Joe, which I did find annoying. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was kind of annoyed with both of them. Because I get Joe's point. Like, they've been a couple. um, 
You've been a couple for 36 hours now, well, and if that doesn't yeah, mean something, I mean, I nothing also get means Kendall's anything. Kendall's point of like, sure. I feel like I owe it to myself to... Right. I think the bottom line is, is that someone else coming in has kind of proven that Kendall is not all in with sure. Joe the Grocer. Yeah. I think the bottom line is, this is a ridiculous show. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> and, you, you uh, sure did take seven pages of notes yeah, on it. Yeah, no, on all the enjoyable ridiculousness of it. Yes. All right, Leo, um, surprisingly... After having such a wonderful date with Kendall, uh, comes home and makes out with Chelsea. Yeah, like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. He uses the line, I'd love to get caught in the rain with you if you want to. And drink uh, a pina colada. Right. No thanks. I'm good. I'd I'm, like to stay I'm dry, not much actually. into yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I do have half a brain. I am into champagne. <laughs> All right, Raven shows up with Adam, who, big surprise that they're still together. Right. Also, does Adam speak? I don't think we hear him say no. a word. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, Tia and, so Raven shows up with Adam because Tia and Colton get to go on a date. Um, they are playing musical chairs. Right. Yeah, in the middle of this Mexican town, they've recruited other people in Mexico to play musical chairs. Like, most of these dates, it seems like it would be fun to, like, watch Kenny wrestle or whatever. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to play musical chairs with Colton I mean, and Tia. Well, to be fair, Colton is like, I'm not a good dancer, but I'm really fucking good at musical chairs. Who is, though? Uh, every Colton, fi- I Every five-year-old. Yeah, right. It's support... It just goes to support mm-hmm. your theory that he is a child. Yeah. Are we going to play pin the tail on the donkey next? <laughs> Jeepers, this is a great birthday party. <laughs> I mean date. <laughs> Where's the favor bag? So Raven is not buying what Colton's putting down. Also, we have to address an enormous scandal. Enormous scandal oh. in the Bachelor world. Raven claims that she's back in paradise. Where I had my first orgasm. Uh, Nick Viall's on the phone, and he wants to know what the fuck you were talking right. about in his season. Yeah, no, that, uh, if that montage of her dancing through yeah. the fields didn't imply that she had an orgasm, because, I don't know what does. Uh, that's what it was. It wasn't that she was a virgin. It was right. that she had never right. had it. I mean... Did anybody call this out on Twitter? I'm hoping so. I must have. I mean, this is a to me. This is probably the biggest scandal of this the season. This is uh, right up there with like Manafort. Like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> she's going to take a plea deal. <laughs> yeah, lied to. <laughs> and she's going to implicate Harrison when she does it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Raven is doubtful of Colton. She says that Tia needs to listen to her God-given woman intuition. And basically is like, I trust you, but you've we've both but dated... you're an idiot. Yeah, we've yeah. both dated guys in the past who have not treated us well, and it seems like Colton might be that same type of dude. Right. Though Tia says... We've pretty much been a couple since he finally got his shit together. What was that, eight hours ago? Yeah. yeah. Ever, yeah. ever since, since he got his morning. shit together, everything's been wonderful. Yeah. That was breakfast. That was at breakfast. Raven says uh, before she leaves, if this ends badly, I'm going to cut his penis off. <laughs> and then he can't ever lose that virginity. I did enjoy that. Well played, Raven. Yeah, that was yeah. good, well Raven. Played. That's from a woman who will attack you with a shoe if you fuck her man. Mm-hmm. So, she will uh, this go is, single white female. Yeah, she's you. not messing around. Okay, where are we? We are oh, at Benoit, Benoit comes entering in. the yes. picture. I think we can go pretty quickly from here. Yeah. So Benoit is being a classic French guy. He's wearing socks with like high top Chuck Taylor. Jordan says he's never seen a tackier entrance. <laughs> you and me both, big guy. Um, oh, he's also wearing jorts, which Crystal points out. Right, to no end. Yeah. There's a long conversation about it. And then he calls her Kindle. <laughs> and she's like what i'm crystal <laughs> um all right benoit eventually asks jenna out um they speak some version of french together it's like agnes <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, and Jordan says a really creepy, ineffective line where he's like, just make sure you return her to daddy tonight. She's got a curfew. <laughs> oh, That's God. not cute or clever or anything. Or sexy. Yeah, no. or sexy. It's nothing. Yeah, that, except uh, weak. I did like Jordan's line about Benoit being the Diet Coke of France. That was good. That was good. Canadian. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I've got to admit. All right, they go out on a date, and it goes very well. They mm-hmm. make out. Jenna was wearing bright red lipstick, so... Oh, yes, all over Benoit's face. He looks like the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Why so serious? So why do they call him a Joker? I heard he wears makeup. Makeup? Yeah, to scare people. You know, war paint. That's where my notes end. Yeah, my, Is your, your computer had died yeah, at that point? Yeah, my computer had died at that point, and so had some of my interest in um, the show. Yeah, I mean, I can recall. So, like, they come home from the date, and Jordan, I think, oh, he finally recognizing yeah. that Jenna is not necessarily his. Right. Is, uh, yeah, so he writes an apology in the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be a case of too little, too late. I think so, yeah. We're going to see next week how that plays out. And also, based on the previews, Leo and Grocery Joe get into a big... Loses his shit, yeah. yeah they get into they take, they take get into blows. <laughs> Grocery Store Joe smashes a bottle and stabs Leo with it. And then Leo pulls out some of his Waterworld fight yeah. moves. Grocery Store Joe says, why I oughta? <laughs> <laughs> and pokes him in both eyes. Uh. All right, well, whatever happens, we'll endure four hours of it, and we'll be here um, to talk to you about it. One, two, one, two, three. This ain't no country club. It ain't no disco either. This is the Howard Stern Show, everybody. podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com